Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 101 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week we have a double episode with two fabulous guests who we will speak to um, over the course of the next 20, 25 minutes here on the podcast. And we're going to get straight into the action. We're going to speak to a young, uh, passionate Greyhound supporter in Cashel County, Tipperary. We're going to say hello to Aaron O'Hanlon, who's our first guest on this week's podcast. And uh, hello to you, Aaron, and uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Morning, Barry. Thanks for having me. Um, of course, look, I suppose we always start with, um, you know, getting a bit of background um, on our guests, Aaron. And I know you were involved in the horse racing circles uh, for quite some time. So now turning your, your attention to Greyhounds, tell us um, a bit about that. Yeah, sure, Barry. I suppose I know family background in the Greyhound industry and I'd no connections really and I started out riding horses at, at the age of around six and sure from there the love of animals was instant I suppose Yeah very good and I'm sure you you know you enjoyed some great times in, in the horse racing game as well Actually yeah look I've, I've, I've worked for some top class trainers and I've ridden some top class horses and experienced I suppose grand national winners and bits and pieces along the way and um, actually it was a, a great time altogether I suppose when I look back at it. Yeah, and I, as you said to me, I know we spoke off air and you said you kind of, you know, turned your attentions to the, the Greyhound game now and I suppose, you know, from switching circles too, you'd pick up a lot of valuable things, you know, when you were dealing with, you know, such, such amazing animals. Unbelievable, yeah. I, look, I, I gained a lot of tips and I gained a lot of experience, I suppose, in the training side of things, watching these good horse trainers, I suppose, and I, t- I took everything in along the way, you know. Um, I started summer work at, at the age of 12 for a great, a great man with a dog, Thomas Cormack, in Rose Green there in Cashel. And sure, I gained great experience of the duties of the training of a dog, really, and also in the paddocks where I had huge interest in the rearing side of things. And we great thing going with plenty of race dogs in and plenty of winners and success. And sure, greyhounds have been in my heart ever since. Yeah, very good. And when did it come to the stage where you said, you know, you wanted to go at Greyhounds full time and, you know, really give it a go and, you know, try and make a living out of the sport? Ah, sure, I suppose, Barry. It's a, it's, a, it's a lifetime, a childhood dream, really. And I always wanted it, but I could never I could never get the, the chance, I suppose, to find a facility and to get the dogs, I suppose. And it's not as easy as, uh, as just getting into it, I suppose, you know. Yeah, without a doubt, and I suppose so. It's it's in more recent times that you've started to take it uh, very serious. Would I be correct in saying that? Yeah, sure. Look, Barry, I was kind of I was I was, I was doing half horses and half dogs, and I suppose the dogs really started to take off within the last year. I suppose, and there's dogs coming there for schooling and bitches to be whelped, and there's every sort of a thing going on here in in, in my operation. And uh, I suppose I had to follow my heart, and I I went with the greyhounds. Yeah, very good. And, uh, you know, just in terms of, you know, schooling greyhounds, that must be, you know, a very exciting time. And especially, I suppose, when you come across a good one and you're watching them develop and, you know, keep, keeping close interest on their future. And I know, um, obviously, look, anyone that's uh, friends with you on, on, on social media will see the, the lovely images of yourself and Serene Ace in, in, in recent weeks. And um, tell us uh, a bit about that. Yeah, sure. Look, I've I've great dogmen behind me. I've I've Alan and Patrick Dobbs there. They're they're unbelievable, unbelievable supporters of mine. Eddie Ryan is a, an unbelievable supporter as well. And I've I've top trainers there. They're they're sending me their young stock to be schooled. And I suppose 
dealing with them caliber of dogs is just it's 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 what I wake up for every morning, you know. And Serene Ace, yeah, sure, Serene Ace. Look, <laughs> I leased a bitch off Michael Lonergan there, and and um, I suppose I repeat mater. She had a, a decent old litter to Scalari me daddy, so I repeat mater, and I suppose that's how Serene Ace is here. Very good. So um, you have a big association with that star tracker. Yeah, sure. Look, it's it's he's it's, it's a pleasure to deal with, and to to still have a connection with the dog is it's it's just it's some thrill altogether. And just going back to the schooling of Serene Ace, did you always think he was the real deal? Uh, sure, Barry. I, I put just I had to close my eyes today. I hand slipped him. He he he, he took off out of my hands, and I I just I had a, a fair smile coming in off it. Now, to be honest, but. Uh, so look, he, he, he showed it from the very start and I knew he was going to be something special. Yeah, very good. Look, we'll we touch on that big final um, shortly. Um, you, you know, you touched on, you know, another high-profile jockey in the world of horse racing, um, Pat Dobbs as well, who has a big association with um, Greyhound Racing over the, the last number of years, of course, uh, winning that uh, famous Oaks final with Belly McBeanie. So as you said, look, great to be associated with people that are really, I suppose, pumping money into the sport and looking for the next big star. Unbelievable! They're unbelievable men to to buy a dog and to to trust to trust a man at this stage of his career with with high profile saplings and they they just keep sending them and they're just look they're I just keep trying to produce the very best for them and look it's it's just unbelievable I suppose to be waking up and going out to 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 that kind of a dog you know. Yeah, and you you touched on the uh, serene man there, Eddie Ryan. Um, obviously, he's a man you know well as well. He seems to be doing very well, you know, coming across really good dogs as well in recent times. Yeah, so look, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie has a fair eye for a dog now. In fairness to him, and if you wanted to buy a puppy, you'd want to be getting there before Eddie does because he he knows how to pick him all right. But um, so look, he's had some wonderful dogs in recent times, and it's just it's it's brilliant for him. I'm delighted for him, and hopefully we can get another few into him in the near future yeah very good Aaron and so it sounds like um, obviously you're covering every angle within the sport kept very busy you know welcome welcome down bitches school and greyhounds and you know no doubt training a few as well so you you really are, are off, offering everything everything yeah really Barry look it's, it's, it's I, I try to cover all angles of the, the, the industry and so look there's, there's lads sending me bitches there that are, that are breeders themselves and I'm welping down bitches for them and it's just it, it's the support is just unbelievable really you know and um, sure, look at, we, we, we keep doing our best as, as we can I suppose yeah, well, obviously you're you're doing a fantastic job when you're when you're dealing with um, high profile fe- people, and just in terms of um, obviously, look, you've touched um, you know on, on on the love for the sport. Um, obviously, you you enjoy waking up uh, doing what you do every morning. In terms of you know long term goals uh, within the sport, yes, yeah, so I suppose. Um Look, it is really the daily work and the the care that goes into progressing from welping a bitch to a racing career and. The hopes for the future, really, are I'm currently expanding my facility here and I, I recently bought the late Eddie Wade's place and, look, we, we, if we can produce half the dogs he produced here, we'll be we'll be doing fairly well. But, um, look, I suppose the hopes are to have a nice kennel of dogs, I suppose, more involved in the racing side of things next year, maybe, and, and mainly focused on schooling and producing the, the high calibre of dogs and brew bitches. I've some exciting brew bitches made it now for for the following year and um, some top class pups and saplings being reared at present keep things simple 
Yeah, sounds like there's a lot to look forward to, Aaron. I suppose always, um, you know, available for that. Um, you know, good brood bitch, uh, good young prospects, or any dogs that want to be put in training. You, you, you're the man for the job. Yeah, sure. That's it. We'll we'll do our best for for the every every dog. I suppose gets gets an individual care here, and every dog is different in my eyes. I suppose, and there's look, the feeding is the main thing, and the health, and after that, then it's the fitness and the the. The care they get, I suppose. Very good, and I suppose. Look, when you're based in Cashel, and you have a lot of you know tracks uh, very close to you, it's, I suppose an ideal place, really. Ideal, yeah. Look for the school inside of things. It's ideal. Like Kevin Hayes is there and done a ski. It's it's an unbelievable facility there. It's only a stone throw away, you know, and he, he's very facilitating. And I can arrive with any number of dogs I want, really. And there's always he, he always has time to to take his time with them and to do things right for me, you know. Very good. And just in terms of the uh, Bear One Irish Sprint Cup, uh, many people would have, as I said earlier, seen you uh, pictured with Serene Ace after that flawless semi-final display. Um, he's really taken to Dundalk with a number of sensational performances. Unbelievable. Look, he's, he's producing the goods every night. He goes up there, I suppose, and look, it seems to be suiting him, you know. It's a, it's a meltwater contest every time he arrives, but some top class performances and look Serene Ace is doing it out of the, out of the boxes at the minute with the, the splits I suppose down to the bend and he, he hopefully now he can keep producing you know Yeah and of course look all eyes will be on the big final on Monday it's going to be a special day in Dundalk uh, you're very much looking forward to it no doubt Yeah look look, it's, it's, it's the, the, buzz, the buzz I suppose it's, it's actually look the buzz Barry from the from round one I suppose was, was very exciting but We've reached the final now. We're we're unbeaten, and just as I said, hopefully he can he can stay doing what he's doing. Yeah, very good. And uh, I suppose finally, be, before we um, finish up, Aaron, um, anything else? Yeah, you'd like to add? So look, uh, the Bar One contest there. So it's it's great sponsorship. They're very facilitating up there, and, and I just want to wish everybody the very best to look in the final. Fair play, Aaron. That's uh, brilliant. Look, it was absolutely fantastic um, speaking to you on the, the po- podcast. Um, I'm sure you'll go on to achieve even greater things going forward um, in the world of Greyhound uh, Race. And you sound like a very um, determined determined young man and you're doing fantastic work. And uh, no doubt we'll catch up with you at a later stage and wishing you continued success in the world of Greyhound Racing. Thanks very much. Now we're going to move on to uh, part two of the podcast and uh, we're going to speak with a man who um, we've caught up with in the past. We're going back to that uh, famous uh, night in, in Curraheen Park back in 2020 when Running to Sia uh, was crowned um, champion, of course, of the uh, friends and supporters of Cork Greyhound Race and Irish Greyhound Lars uh, Running to Sia, winning for the Running to Sia syndicate. And um, we're going to say hello to Mickey Rooney, who um, is back in a, a big classic final once again. I'm sure he's getting um, a fantastic thrill out of that. And uh, firstly, uh, Mickey, great to have you on the podcast once again. Thanks again, Barry. Uh, it's, great, it's great to be here again so soon after the Laurels. There's no doubt about it. I never thought I'd be in this situation again. But look, it's, it's a pleasure to be talking to you tonight, today. I'm sure it is, uh, Mickey. And of course, look, we'll, we'll get into the story about um, running to Shane, how you came acro- across this ground. But obviously, Dundalk, one of your local tracks, and I'm sure this is going to be a big occasion for yourself and all connected uh, with, with your with, with this ground. And of course, your family and stuff like that going to be um, a really big night. Yeah, it's uh, look at uh, my local track. I make the book of it for a lot of years since I've been a kid. And my father before me and. Yeah, we were never lucky enough to have one to 
got to the sprint final. We had runners in it all right. But um, never lucky enough to have won in the uh, sprint final. And there's a great buzz around my local town, which is 15 minutes from, from Dark RD. And, uh, you know, he'll have good support there, surely, on, on Monday night, that's for sure. And, you know, we have a table there in the restaurant booked for 60 of us. And um, it'd be a lot more than that, surely. But um, it's great to be there. Yeah, it sure is, and you know that's what it's all about. And uh, just in terms of you know running to Shea, you've built up, I suppose, a, a great association with with Johnny Linehan, of course, the the super talented trainer down here in in Bellary in Cork. Yeah, Johnny, you know I, I I I've been a good friend of Johnny since you know the last six seven years, and and he's been a pleasure to work with, and you know I couldn't recommend Johnny. Uh, enough. He's one nice fella, but also one talented fella when it comes to training greyhounds. That's for sure. He sure is. And tell us how you came across um, this uh, exciting son of Lalkill Blake. Yeah, well, unfortunately, um, I lost my brother Seamus uh, Shea Rooney in on the sixth of December, twenty one, just got gone by. And Shea, for people like was a big greyhound follower racing man, he'd be racing every day of the week and look, he, he was such a character his his funeral was testament to the character that he was Ardy was, at the streets of Ardy was absolutely packed and it's a really, it was a really sad occasion for myself and my four other brothers and Seamus was uh, four kids and, and the grandkids and it was just a, a pure and utter disaster for the whole of us and we still we're getting hard to get to terms with uh, what happened and so suddenly the way it happened as well and um, what, what happened on the porch to the dog was actually a, f- a fluke I don't know whether it's fate or what but um, uh, on the 28th uh, sorry the 30th of November was a Tuesday uh, Seamus was sick the previous week and he was in the hospital on the Wednesday of the, of the previous week and he was due to go in for a bone marrow appointment on the Tuesday and um, the 30th and um, uh, he went he declined a little bit over the weekend but he was holding on to go in for the bone marrow appointment and he went in with his daughter brought him up to the hospital and um, he went in for the bone marrow and the daughter dropped him down in the lift with a nurse and you know um, she was just chatting she was good friends with the nurse and she was you know um a couple, couple of uh, hours later, I was in Belfast uh, with my wife out shopping, and it was a couple of hours later, Michelle rang me to say that, um, you know, uh, terrible news, uh, Seamus has cancer, and I was devastated and uh, really, really upset. And I went into, I said to the wife, I said, look, I'm going in for a pint to some pub. I, I go into up there, jailhouse is the name of it, and I went in and I was sitting there having a pint, and to be quite honest, I was crying my eyes. I went to the pint and um, had a couple of more pints, and I'd say the people behind the bar thought I was, you know, this lad's not right, really right in the head. And they come over, one of them came over and said, Are you okay? And I said, Yeah, it's okay. I just got bad news about my brother, and I'm really, really upset. And um, had a bit, I have the snaps, the shot still. Um, Johnny Lennon texted me, which would be, very unlike him like he'd, he'd always 
you know, uh, he texted me, uh, um, you might be interested in this wee dog, you know, and that was, I was kind of shocked a bit, and I rang Johnny, and I said, Johnny, was that text me meant for me? And he says, yeah, it was, and I said to Johnny, look, I explained, well, she, Johnny knows she as well, and he, he said, look, Mickey, there'll be plenty of other dogs, but um, look, we'll talk again about it, just please get, please God, everything goes well with Shay, and we, we uh, he gets well, and look at, so I had a few more points and about five or six o'clock I rang Johnny back and I said to Johnny look at Johnny will you do me one favour did you sell that dog yet and he said no he didn't and um, uh, would you give me first refusal on him I said look give me first refusal on him I just ha I have to get my head right and um, he uh, said that's fine no problem at all and look at shave was kept in the hospital. He was moved to Beaumont and he deteriorated over the weekend and he passed away on Sunday the 6th of December unfortunately. And it was heartbreak for everybody and still is and it's hard. He's 61 years of age and the fellas, anyone that knew him, he was brilliant, brilliant life and soul of any party. He'd make a smile anywhere. He'd light up any room and he's very involved in our football club which I'm the chairman of Hardy St Mary's and you know, he followed us everywhere, and we we were as brothers growing up. We always went pony racing together. We went greyhound racing, horse racing, course and clanmel. And look, Seamus was buried on the Torsa, and we were in the back to Brent Muldoon's Nardy, it's a pub restaurant, lovely restaurant, and we were all there, a load of us there. We had a few drinks and a meal, and I was sitting around having a crack, and I said to the lads, I said, you know what? I said, there's a dog there, Johnny Lanahan has. I think we should buy him and call him running to Shea. And that's, you know, and that's how we we found that dog. Yeah, quite 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 a story. Bit of a fairy tale story in the end, um, you know, I suppose yeah. to watch him progress and deliver all those great performances, Mickey. Yeah, yeah, I have to say, you know, he's 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 still lightly raced. He's this is I think it's his eleventh race coming or twelfth race, but you know, he's he's improving all the time. You know, he's the first night he won in Corrine Park, he was very impressive. He pinged the lids and, and, and really, really you know, he, he really, really showed plenty of early pace. He's just not showing that early pace round and dark, but look, his fourth run uh, he's improving every weekend and dark, that's the thing, you know. He's definitely improving every week and, you know, hopefully he improves another step next Saturday, Monday night. I know we're going in as outsiders on that, but I, I still think, you know, he, he, he has obviously has a fair chance, you know. Exactly. If he could produce that uh, ping break in the final, um, he, he'll certainly be in the mix. And you know, as you said, look, track bookmaker in, in Dundalk for many years. This is the, the feature on the calendar. So you know, as I said, look, it's it's just it's unbe it must be unbelievable. Oh, it is. Yeah, like even the local papers there are writing about the dog and how you know he, he the Dundalk Democrat and um, the Independent and stuff like that. There was a big write up in the article about the dog. And, Everybody's wishing us well, and you know, you hopefully, hopefully he does it. But looking Barry and fairness, to get this far has been a huge, 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 you know, feat. It's, it's we didn't dream of that with this dog getting this far, and to get him this far is definitely, and um, 
a great treat and obviously he'll be a bonus win and the thing but he's getting great experience from the, this competition you know it's it's a hot competition and you know when he goes back five to five racing hopefully he'll learn to use a bit of early sip at that stage you know yeah, and of course, Sam, when you won the, the famous Lars back in 2020, obviously we were in the, I suppose, the, the middle of a, a COVID situation. Unfortunately, we, we weren't able to see, you know, the big crowds in Cork that year, but no doubt you'll be planning on a big trip uh, to Cork for the Laurels, Sam, in, in, in a couple of months' time. Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely will be. He'll be aimed at the Laurels. Uh, you know, he, he, he runs Cork well, and that would be the main goal, probably, you know, to, to after this to head to the Laurels and Johnny loves having runners in the Laurels so you know when we good luck in the race you, you never know that's that's where we'd obviously be heading you know Exactly and just I suppose finally before we finish up Mickey um, looking forward to the big night or the, the big day and big night in Dundalk it's always a, a big occasion and no doubt it'll be a packed house in Dundalk on, on Monday Yeah it's, it's, it's always a big occasion and you have to credit Bar 1 racing down your hair you know, he sponsors the race every year and, you know, he's a great sponsor of that race and you have to admire, like, for him, the sponsors, like, he's a great sponsor and it's great to see, you know, I mean, every year it's a strong competition, like, this year's you can go through the finest, like, you know, Serena is yourself, he's, he's unbeaten, he's, he's actually run unbelievable around the track. I've never seen a dog take to the track like it. He's, he's absolutely pinging the gates you know what I mean every time and like if you said flashing willow like he broke two track records one in Tralee one in Towchester you'd think going to that competition like you'd make him obviously favourite and Serene Ace was I think seven or eight to one second favourite but like two smashing smashing sprinters and flashing willow <coughs> was beat three times it was amazing the heavy drew his three heats again Serene Ace, you know what I mean? And Serene Ace uh, beat him to three times. and Like, the two of them are outstanding sprinters. And then you have the West Side dog, Blown to Martin. He ran br- brilliant tonight with the 12th. You know, and the Hawkfield dog, um, Keely McGee, absolutely took to the track flying. And then you have Tony Max with the man who won top class. You know, it's, 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 it has the makings of an exceptional race. But obviously, Serene Ace, the way he's pinging the gates and it'll take a lot pegging back that's what I think you know yeah well sure look it's, it's all to play for and no matter what the result is um, come Monday Mickey I'm sure yourself and your family and all connected will have a wonderful night in Dundalk and uh, we're wishing you the very best of luck and uh, no doubt we'll catch up at a later stage lovely Barry thanks very much and thanks for everything thank you Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake for all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.